Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Today's topic is entitled, Your Days Are Numbered. Okay, I know it doesn't sound so positive. To some of you, it, it this may sound, the title might sound uh, scary, but it's not. Okay, because I want to assure you that uh, this is just a friendly okay, reminder that our days are numbered. Okay, so our topic is so simple, but it's so important that you and I must not forget. Okay, we must never, ever forget that our numbers are right. That is why uh, David, you know, said, uh, Lord, teach us how to number our days are right. Because life is short. Not just short, too short. <laughs> so don't waste it. Okay, so again... Uh, uh, what's the meaning of the phrase, your days are numbered? Okay, uh, when someone tells you, when someone says to you, hey, your days are numbered, what does that mean? Okay, okay, I understand. Maybe some of you are thinking, what a title, all right? So, but the thing is this when someone tells you your days are numbered, then you are likely to die soon. Oh, <laughs> That's why I said it's not a friendly <laughs> title, but listen, listen, listen to the truth, okay? Uh, that means uh, you don't have, you don't have many days left to live, okay? Or you will die soon. That is what it really means. Well, is, that, uh, is there truth to that? Oh, yeah. Because the point is, life is really short. That's in the Bible, okay? So when someone tells you uh, your days are numbered, that means to say uh, uh, someone or something uh, will come to an end soon, okay? So remember this, friends, remember this. Um, no matter how busy you are now, uh, these days, no matter how successful you are in what you do, in this life, okay, your days are numbered. And you cannot bring anything with you in the next life. We cannot bring anything in the afterlife, all right? Um, except, okay, of course, except, except the things or the effort, except for the endeavor, except for, for the things that we did for the glory of God. You know, our lives is just like that. It's like you, you, you just pass through the door, okay? That's how short life is. When you pass through the door, you're in the next uh, place, <laughs> in another place, outside the house, okay? So the point is, we need to understand that our lives here on earth is fragile or fragile or, and it's very short. So let us not waste it. Okay, so I want to read to you a parable of the rich fool. Parable of the rich fool. That's in uh, Luke chapter 12, beginning uh, with verse 13 all the way to verse 21. Okay, Luke chapter 12, verses 13 
to 21. Now, the, from the title alone, it says the parable of the rich fool. Okay? Rich. It's rich, but a foolish one. Okay? You can be rich, but uh, at the same time, foolish. Because if you don't know how to manage or how to steward the treasures, the entrustments of God, you will be in a big, big, big trouble when you die and face God. Because every one of us will stand before God and give an account to everything that He entrusted and how we uh, manage God's entrustments. That's why this topic is so important because, you see, I really, I believe the Lord would like to remind everyone that our lives on earth are numbered. They are numbered, okay? So let's begin reading uh, from verse 13 of Luke chapter 12. It says, Someone in the crowd said to him, to, to the Lord Jesus Christ, it said, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Verse 15, Then he said to them, Watch out! Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in, a, in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. What parable? The parable of the rich fool. Okay? Um, verse 16, the ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He th thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grains. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. Verse 20. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who? will get what you have prepared for yourself. Last verse, verse 21. This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich towards God. Okay, so there are people who you know who are very good in making business you know they they have a lot of uh, accomplishments in this life you know they have accumulated a lot of wealth in every aspect of life uh, i mean in this life okay in the, in the world uh, trading whatever okay i mean you may be successful in what you do but always remember, okay, no matter how successful you are in this life, your days are numbered, okay? And 
you and I cannot bring anything that we accumulated in this life in the next life. We cannot, except for the things we did for God's glory. Okay? So remember that because we don't want you to be like this rich fool. Okay? Uh, the, the, the rich, the foolish one who is, you know, who became so rich, uh, but uh, he was foolish. He, he, he didn't, he was, he had no understanding that his life can come to an end at any time. So, listen, friends, people are dying everywhere. I, I'm, I'm not saying, uh, you know, I'm not relating this to COVID or, or, or whatever. I'm really, I, I, I'm, I'm uh, the context, okay, of what I'm trying to compel, to, to share with you is that life is short. Whether you die from sickness, disease, germs, COVID, or accidents, or from old age, still, life is short. Okay? That means to say that our lives are what? Numbered. You know, we can uh, attribute this uh, numbering of our days to, to uh, flight. I mean, uh, you know, we, we plan and uh, we book our flight. Maybe, let's say, you, you're a businessman. You need to fly to another country because you have a business meeting there, you know. So, um, maybe there's a business that you need to close or, 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 or close deal. I'm sorry. So, in another country. So, meaning to say, uh, you, you, need, you, you tell your secretary, hey, please uh, get me, you know, get me a ticket, uh, flight to so-and-so, and, -so, and uh, I need to be there at this specific day and time. So, your secretary will, you know, contact the agency, uh, airline agency, or, you know, and, and buy you some tickets, okay? So, but the, the point, and, and then... Of course, uh, whatever is indicated in your ticket, that is your flight number, your, your, the plane, uh, you have a seat number, okay, that, that is assigned to you. So, meaning, and, and, and then in that ticket, uh, or maybe a printed one, uh, there, is a, there is a note there that, uh, that indicates you, the, the time, the day, and the specific time of your flight. So you have to be in the airport at least two to three hours before your flight, right? Uh, okay, so uh, now how do we connect this to our topic? We have uh, a scheduled flight or departure. <laughs> departure. What kind of departure is this? Departure from this earthly life. Okay, meaning... All flights are booked already. Our departure is set. Uh, our flight schedule is appointed already. Okay? Uh, by God. But here's, here's the question. The question is, do you know when your departure, when your flight schedule, when your, uh, when your flight schedule is set? No one knows, of course. Only it's only known by God Himself. So our days are numbered, okay? Our days are numbered, and our departure is determined by the sovereign God. It is only by God's sovereignty. We don't know. So 
What do we do? We have to be prepared. Okay? Prepare. We have to be prepared at all times because we don't know. <clears throat> Some people <clears throat> left this, uh, this garment of flesh. They left at a young age. Some left at, in their old age. And uh, so we, we cannot tell. We can never tell. All right? So you need wisdom, how to prepare. Wisdom to know what to prepare. Okay, what and how to prepare. Wisdom to be successful in, in our undertakings while we're here on earth. So the tip from Scripture is found in Proverbs chapter 8, verses 35 to 36. Okay, Proverbs 8, 35 to 36. It says, For those who find me <coughs> find life, and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. Now, now, now think about that. This is very important. Those who find me find life. And receive what? Favor from the Lord. That is what we truly need in this life. Favor from the Lord. Favor from the Lord. Okay? No matter what you do, if you don't have favor from the Lord, that's a waste. <clears throat> okay? No ma even if you, your, your friends praise you, okay, affirms you that, uh, you know, you're doing well, you're successful in this life, you know, uh, all eyes, they envy you, maybe. But listen up. If what you're doing does not glorify God, it's a waste, it's a squander. Okay, you have to understand that favor from the Lord is very important. Now, the Bible says, for those who find me, find life and receive favor from the Lord. Who is that me? That is wisdom. What kind of wisdom? Not the wisdom of man, but wisdom from the Lord. You read it. That's in Proverbs chapter 8. You begin, uh, you start reading from verse 1. So you understand the context that it is wisdom. And that wisdom is wisdom from God. That is the spirit of wisdom. That's the Holy Spirit. You can only, only obtain such wisdom from the scriptures. Okay? So it says, those who find me, that's wisdom, find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who, will f who fail to find me harm themselves. Why? Because... If you don't have God's wisdom, you don't live in His wisdom, you don't apply God's wisdom in your life, then you will act foolishly. Okay? You are going to be like that rich fool. Okay? <laughs> Full of foolishness. Okay? So all who hate me, who hate wisdom, love death. That's what the Bible says. Okay? So, but the thing is this. To find wisdom, in, in order for you to find God's wisdom, the, uh, uh, the key uh, in finding or to finding God's wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Let's read that. Okay? Proverbs chapter 9, verses 10, all the way to verse 12. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
Okay? And the knowledge, knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Verse 11, For through wisdom, your days will be what? Many. Through what? Wisdom, your days will be many. And years will be added to your life through wisdom. You see, if, if you don't apply God's wisdom, you are going to shorten your life more. <laughs> Why is that? Because you're going to eat anything that you want without control, which will what? Which will make you sick. So you need the wisdom of God. You need to apply God's wisdom so you don't, you don't get sick easily. Okay? So the wisdom of God will save you. Okay? Through wisdom, your days will be what? Many. That's verse 11. And years will be added to your life. Verse 12, it says, If you are wise, your wisdom will what? Reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Okay? So, uh, uh, friends, when you, uh, mocker means you, you don't, you disregard the, 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 the word of God, the wisdom of God, you become a mocker, you just laugh at the word of God, you, you don't steam the word of God. If you are that, you know, you don't listen to the word of God, you don't apply the wisdom of God, then you, 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 I'm certain <laughs> that it will not go well with you. You need God's wisdom. In order to what? To find life, to add many days to your life, to be happy, um, what else? Uh, to receive favor from the Lord. That's why Proverbs 8.35, again, Proverbs 8.35 says, For those who find me, wisdom, find life. Okay? If you want to have a, a happy life, you need to understand that the, uh, you need, you can only find it with with God. Alright? So, again, uh, so let's go back. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When you have wisdom, you have life, your days will be many, and you will what? Receive favor from the Lord. But wisdom is what? The fear of the Lord. <laughs> the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Meaning you say, you're not going to live your life the way you want to live it. Meaning you say, you're going to live your life, okay, in accordance to the will of God. Because you want to please God, you want to honor God, you want God uh, glorified in your life. You love God, you respect God, you don't want to offend Him, you don't want to hurt Him. That is, that is how a person who fears God would behave, okay? Because you love God, you don't want to offend Him, and so you will, you know, do your best to be a, a God-pleaser, all right? So, so that's the idea. So again, I want you to remember, no matter how busy you are, okay, no matter how good you are in what you do, no matter how successful you are in this life, remember always that your days, our days are numbered. And we cannot bring anything Okay, we cannot bring what we accumulated in this life to the next life. We cannot bring anything to our even to our grave. Okay, except 
we can uh, accept the things that we did for the glory of God. Okay, so love God, serve Him only. You know, be, why? Because life is short and we must not waste what God has entrusted us. Okay, last Sunday I, I shared about uh, the talents, the stewardship in church and the, the, we have three things that we need to, uh, to take care of. The steward, okay, to steward. And that is uh, time, a talent, and treasure okay that's the summary of last sunday's topic today I, i'm gonna share another topic okay but going back continuing with our topic for today in this um, program uh, we we need to prepare and and um, in other words we need to walk with god because uh, to walk with god means that we follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we follow the guidance that He provides in His Holy Word, the Bible. Okay, that therefore you need to read the Bible. Yes, you need to do your devotion. You need to understand. Okay, uh, if you're a new believer, start reading the Bible from the book of John so that you you know how to walk with God. You cannot walk without God. Uh, you, you cannot walk with God without understanding the will of God. So how do you know the will of God? How do you obtain wisdom that is from God? You have to read the Bible, right? So uh, walking with God means that you are in agreement with Him and in His ways. You are in agreement in His ways, uh, with His ways. Um uh, um, and so you will start living your life or you will start behaving, okay, according to His will. To walk with God means that you and God are in agreement about uh, your life, our lives, okay? So if, uh, so if you, your life is not in agreement to the will of God, then I encourage you to, you know, Repent. Repent and get right with God. All right? Because I tell you, friends, going back to, to our key scripture, uh, Luke chapter 12, uh, this uh, rich fool <laughs> said to himself, okay, um, verse 17, he thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Meaning to say, he is a successful farmer. He's a successful agriculturist. He's a successful businessman. And so he, there, there, he has no place because his uh, granary is, is so full that uh, it's overflowing. So he said, uh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, verse 18, I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store my surplus grains. Verse 19, and I'll say to myself, you have plenty of, laid, uh, of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. That is the problem. When you be, start to relax, uh, you're not aware that your life is numbered. Your days are numbered. Okay, so, you know, 
verse 20 says, God said to him, You fool. Okay? You fool. This very night, your life will be demanded from you. He, has, he was not aware that that night, that very night, is, this rich fool will never wake up again. <laughs> He's not going to wake up from sleep, from his sleep. So, um, so the Lord said, Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Okay, so... Friends, ladies and gentlemen, once again, let me say this. No matter how busy you are right now, I hope you will pause, you know, pause from what you're doing and think of this very important reminder, okay? That all the success, the accomplishments, okay, that we can acquire that, you know, the, in this life, they will come to nothing when we die because life is short that's why we told you no matter how busy you are no matter how successful you are in this life your days are numbered and you cannot bring anything with you in the next life except the things that you did for the glory of so if you are wise what will you do you will serve god what will you do? You will be, you, you know, you will start to participate in church, okay? Be active in the ministry. Serve one another. Preach the Word of God. Remember, one of the most important instructions that the Lord gave to His disciples, to us, even to us today, is the Great Commission. He said, go and make disciples, okay? And, and even uh, the, the prophecy uh, the Lord predicted, uh, prophesied concerning the last days. He said that in the Gospels, He said, uh, And the gospel of this kingdom shall be preached into all the world, and then the end will come. Meaning to say, until the end, this is the thing that, we are, that God is expecting us to do. Preach the gospel. Serve God right now, friends, because that is the thing that you can bring before the throne. Your life, our lives will be reviewed in heaven. And the Lord is going to evaluate how faithful we were, how good or how, how, uh, how faithful uh, stewards we are. You know, how we did uh, with, his, with his, what we did with his entrustments. Okay, so what are those entrustments? It concerns the time, our the time that he entrusted us, time, the talent, and the treasure. Okay, so be faithful even with your giving, your tithes, your offerings, you know, giving to the poor. So uh, we 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 are also supporting uh, Pauline's uh, sister Pauline's uh, ministry, uh, fire ministry, uh, feeding. Feeding, uh, we have a feeding, um, it's weekly. It's from Monday to Friday, a faith promise free feeding. And uh, we, we don't want that ministry to stop even if, uh, you know, even when 
uh, short, there will be shortages of food. That's why we're looking for uh, farm areas where we can plant so that, you know, uh, we won't be needing uh, to uh, buy some um, vegetables and, you know, such from the market uh, to in order for us to continue the ministry in feeding the hungry. So if you are rich and you have plenty of uh, farmlands, you have a property that is not being used, maybe you would like to lend that to us so we can plant and provide food also for the hungry. Okay, so that is our vision, and we believe that God has given us uh, skills, wisdom, connection, talent uh, on how to do these things. Uh, this is not from us. Um, uh, it's impossible if it, it originated from us, but uh, we will do these things. We're ready to do it uh, if, if uh, you're willing so you will not be counted as one of those who are foolish, uh, who are rich but foolish, okay? <laughs> because this guy is so selfish, okay? In this parable, the what's the title of this parable? The parable of the rich fool. He was rich, but he was foolish because he was so selfish. He he's doing things for himself, okay? He he's so rich, but his rich uh, his wealth. Uh, was meant for himself, okay, for his comfort only, for his, you know, but not for the glory of God. You see, there's a lot of people who are uh, who are uh, hungry, especially nowadays. People don't have a permanent job, no fixed job. People are, you know, still jobless, uh, except for those who are working in the government. But there are some who are who work for the government, you know, because. You know this. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I, so they need to seek uh, other. You know, they need to apply to. But the thing is, uh, a lot of businesses have closed down also. So what do you do? Okay, the best thing that you can do is grow your own food. All right, grow your own food. <laughs> now, uh, um, so again, uh, going back. Let's walk with God. Let's prepare. Let us not forget that whatever we do, whether we're successful or not successful, okay, our days are numbered. All right? And so, uh, but uh, to walk with God first, surrender. You know, you need to commit your life to Jesus. You need to submit your life to Jesus. You must be born again. Okay? You cannot, you know, uh, you cannot walk with God unless first you are saved. So you you must be born again. Okay? Uh, you must be born again. You need to give your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Meaning to say when, when we say you need to commit your life to Jesus in the hands of the Lord Jesus. Because if you... Uh, if you surrender your life by faith in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ, He said that you are secured. No one can snatch you from His hand, neither from the hand of His Father, provided that you give Him the right of ownership. Okay? Ownership. Give Jesus the right of ownership to rule over you, to be king over you. Okay? You need to come 
under the Lordship of Jesus by, by confessing that Jesus is Lord, by confessing, acknowledging that Jesus is your Savior. You need to realize first that you are a sinner. We're all sinners, okay? It doesn't matter, you know, your religion cannot save you. There is no religion can save us because you know what? All religion that you find in our country right now did not exist during Jesus' time. If you claim that your religion can save people, then that means all the disciples of Jesus are not saved today. Okay? They are doomed to destruction because you claim that your religion can save. Why do I say that? Because if your religion does not exist during the time of Jesus, then how can the disciples of Jesus be saved? Listen, your religion cannot save us. Cannot save anyone, not even you. Listen, the disciples of Jesus were saved. They are in heaven. They are with God. They are in God's abode, okay, waiting for that day when Jesus is going to, to, to make all things new, okay? Now, listen up. The disciples of Jesus, except for Judas, okay, the disciples of Jesus were saved because they believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. Meaning to say, salvation is found in a person, not in religion. In a person. Why in a person? Jesus said, the Savior said, I. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Who? Jesus. I. Jesus. That's the Lord Jesus. Not me, but Jesus. He said, I am. Jesus claimed that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Therefore, salvation is found in a person, not in religion. So if you give your life to Jesus, okay, uh, the Son of God, the perfect sacrifice, God sent Jesus to, be, to walk among men okay, in the flesh to represent man in the cross. Because all have sinned, all are doomed. We deserve death, we deserve hell, we deserve destruction because of sin. Sin that was passed from Adam and Eve down to the present generations. So from generation to generation, everyone is infected with this virus called sin. No one can be saved. But in God's, because of God's love, He provided a way. Instead of pouring out Releasing his anger and judgment towards all the sinners, he, in his justice, released his anger to the Lord Jesus Christ when Jesus was hanged, crucified, and died in the cross. So instead of us dying for our sins, Jesus took the blame. The Lord Jesus Christ took the blame. He bore our sins and He died for it so that you and I do not need to die for our sins. So you understand what Jesus did is a substitutionary death on the cross. The judgment that He died was for us supposedly. But instead of us dying for our sins, sins instead of us paying for our debts, Jesus did it for us. And all we need to do is repent right now and 
repent right now of our sins and give our lives to Jesus and confess, Lord, I need a Savior. I know that if I die, I will never be saved because I am a sinner. When I stand before you and without acknowledging you as Lord and Savior, I know I'm going to face predicament because I did not recognize that you are the Lord and Savior. And so today, Lord, if this is your prayer, if you want to be saved, you want your name to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life, friends, ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand Romans chapter 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So today, before we end, we want to give you this opportunity to give your lives to Jesus. If you, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ is offering you forgiveness of sins, offering you eternal life. And you cannot be a benefactor. You cannot obtain forgiveness unless you come under the Lordship of Christ. If you belong to Jesus, then you are a benefactor of this. You, you, you receive the benefits of what He did in the cross. You receive the benefits of, of, his, uh, of his atonement, His uh, substitutionary death you know, in the cross. So now you are what? free of guilt. In Jesus Christ, we are acquitted of our sins. In the Lord Jesus Christ, we are made righteous. Why? Because Jesus paid it all. All you need to do is repent of your sins and believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Give your life to Jesus today. So, friends, if that is your decision right now, if you would like to give your life to Jesus, I want you to pray after me. Let us pray salvation prayer or what they call sinner's prayer. So follow me and say, Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray. I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that He rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Okay, so uh, friends, uh, if you pray that prayer sincerely with all your heart, Welcome to the family of God. This is just the beginning of your journey in the Spirit. So the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, that the, now that you receive or believe in Jesus as the Messiah or Savior or Christ, now you believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Colossians 2, 8, it says, continue to walk with Him. Continue to live your life in in him so whatever version you have it only meant that you abide in christ okay don't stop 
This is just the beginning. You gave your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This is just the beginning. Continue to live with Him. So what do I suggest now? That you start reading the Bible. To those of you who are who gave your life to Jesus today, or maybe if you're a new Christian, you new believer, I encourage you to buy a Bible, okay, or download the Bible. You see, it's downloadable right now. Uh, and uh, read uh, from the book of John, okay? The book of John um, in the New Testament. And uh, also, book of John, also find the church, a Bible-believing church. You see, not all churches are, I mean, not all churches believe in the Bible. Okay? Some people, some churches, the for them, the Bible is just another, it, it's an option, right? And it's a, it's just a literature or reference, you know, but it's not the final authority. Look for a church that honors, that steams the Bible as the final authority from God, okay? That is the church that you want to be with, okay? To join, to commit. Because you see, you need to walk with other believers. You, you, you need someone to walk alongside you as you grow and mature in the Spirit so that you will become fruitful also, okay? Uh, so we love you, friends. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I tell you, uh, especially those of you who have given your life to Jesus today. This is not the beginning of your uh, new life in Christ. The Bible says uh, you become a new creation. Okay? Uh, you become a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, the new, new things has come. So we love you. Let's uh, pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this time. We pray that you would anoint this message that many more people will watch this and that our friends who are watching this right now will also share this link to their network of friends in, in any platform, a social media platform. I pray that you grant them the courage to do it, Lord, so that their friends will also hear the gospel. And I pray, Lord God, that, Lord, in this life, that, you know, we would glorify you and not waste our lives. So, Father, bless us. Thank you for your anointing. I pray for everyone right now, Lord. I declare, and now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace, both now and forevermore. And all of God's people say, Amen and Amen. God bless you, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We hope to see you again next week in our next topic. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.